1: Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Search Cast, Season 2, Episode 14. I'm your host, Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. And we are powered by Belly Up Sports, and we're presented by Primo X Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and In the Clutch Apparel. And we got some preseason hockey, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Hockey is officially back and if you're on the youtube version you might see our guest at the bottom of the screen but before we introduce our fantastic guest billy how are you doing on this wednesday
2: i am doing great um still writing i mean i know it's preseason; it's only the first game of preseason, but i'm still kind of riding the high a little bit from last night's win uh we saw some awesome work from the guys um i've just been kind of chilling out trying to get you know my ducks in a row after that how are
1: you <laughs> uh doing good uh luckily i'm done for the next two days from work so i get to relax and stuff like that uh we've gotten massively delayed multiple times just trying to get this recording because my fire alarm in the hotel that i'm still at decided to go off for like an hour straight so that was a whole lot of fun just hearing that loud beeping yep (laughs) like even headphones on trying to play youtube really loud it was working for the most part but uh yeah, it was an ordeal, but you, but like I agree with you. Like, I'm stoked. We got Kentucky back last night, mm-hmm. Watched mm-hmm. it on the, on the website. You know, Mike and Trip back at it again. I yeah. mean, it was just absolutely phenomenal. But we'll get into all that good stuff later on in the show because we got we're going to talk about you know the roster cuts already have happened. Going to talk about game one, just to get our thoughts and feelings. You know, what happened in the game. You know, who stood out to us, stuff like that. We're also going to do our forgotten Canes, but we also got something really cool it's non-hurricanes related but it still involves around hockey that i'm kind of excited to talk about but before we get all that good stuff we do have a guest with us today he is with the hurricanes report formerly home ice advantage if you have listened to his stuff before his new podcast we got wes ferns joining us today wes how are you doing today brother
3: hello sir I'm, i'm doing great thank you for having me i'm really excited i've never done like a guest thing before so this is my i'm a little nervous honestly hopefully i don't screw it up but i'm excited to be here so just to hey, so annoy your
2: brother let's make sure this video gets more views than uh, his brother colin's guest
3: i will listen to this 400 times
1: if that means. <laughs> yeah, go listen to the episode go watch it on youtube yeah we're gonna, we're gonna see which fern's brother brings out the more uh numbers <laughs> we'll see how that goes because i know colin was like trying his best to go beat bailey's current score uh for most downloads for an episode so i we'll we'll see which 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 <laughs> fern brings the most foliage of numbers <laughs> ah, to the things i i'm sorry that's... i had to yeah good, good. that was
2: after the whole what was it letter kenny pun thing you, oh that on was roll that was so great
1: <laughs> and you know what it's just another cog in the machine to keep this thing rolling <laughs> <of you. laughs> i'll spring the, i'll explain the cock thing later but i mean it's just, <laughs> it's just so many hockey puns the letter k hockey pun video i have to say this real quick if you haven't seen it yet i okay. posted on my personal there's like three different there's like they did like three it's like broken into three different parts but it's so great so but good. i might just try to like do a thread of just all three of them together <laughs> just for people to watch them but yeah. oh my gosh it's they're so, so great, great. That's it, so. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, it's, it's so good. Oh, it's so great.
2: I need to finish. Like I've been severely lacking on my watching and things. I need to finish Shorzy before I go and watch Letter Kenny. I've I've been slacking.
1: Shorzy's like six episodes. I know, on, like, but in I, afternoon.
2: I've been busy. Okay, <laughs> leave me alone.
4: <laughs> Kids
1: these days with their attention spans and not finishing a show in three hours. My oh my gosh. You watch hockey games that a lot that are shorter than that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but okay. anyway. Anywho, but um, yeah, Wes, definitely glad to have you on. I know it's fine because we had, we had your brother last week. We got you this week. So it's just like the Fern family is just trying to take over and just be the guest of the show so what
3: i'll have my dad here next week and i have another brother too There's six oh my god so.
1: oh, my oh yes six six straight weeks of the ferns just yeah. taking over it's just here's my
3: uncle twice removed you said well, uh, hey guys what's going
1: on oh fantastic but you know going to our you know first i know it, it's not hot it's not hurricanes related but kinda also is Zach was very excited when he saw this. Oh, like like I'm a I like am i have been getting the NHL games for as long as I can remember. Like my first NHL game was like NHL ninety-four on the Super Nintendo, and then you know, playing some 2K a little bit, but the EA version, I've been playing that since like 03 when Iggy was on the cover, if mm. that says anything, and that's like PS2 days, which yeah, I will I will one day get a PS2 refurbished by that game and play the heck out of that because <laughs> first
2: nhl game i ever played was i think nhl 10 on the ps2 but i could be oh, wrong that's
1: that's a, i think ps2 or ps3 something like that yeah, i see that, like i said i do have to say unfortunately the last great nhl game for ea was 14 with broder on the cover everything after that's been all right but I, I think the last greatest one they did was 14 when they did like be a pro and stuff like that but i mean i hate it
3: Lador too, and i so i I, I skip, I, I refuse to buy it. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, She's and, got
1: like 13, 15, just because.
3: Yeah, like, but it, it's been so downhill ever since. But and I've like, I've got a lot of buddies who play. And they're like, oh, like, I have a lot of buddies who go back and we'll play that on the 360. I'm like, I oh, yeah. on principle, I will not engage.
1: That's fair. It. Yeah, so 13 will be fine, just can't do 14. But I mean, honestly, though, it's like, it's, it's been a little bit downhill it's been kind of like eh, it is what it is i want a storyline like an actual storyline of what they did for fifa what they've done for Mm -hmm. madden and all that like like the new like be a pro ish thing they kind of have is kind of cool like there is somewhat of a storyline but it's kind of like you don't really get to hear your player talk you don't really get to do it's just kind of like set answers it's not really anything like super extravagant i want to see like a Story of like you know two like two K like NBA two K's done their thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Madden and FIFA. Like we want to see something like that for hockey. Give yeah. us something like that. But I mean, it is what it is. I know, but well, I know franchise mode. That's the one I usually play myself. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have been like clamoring for a, like a revamped franchise mode because it's been kind of the same. Yeah. And they thought like they thought like the fog of war was going to do something. Oh, it's true scouting. You won't know until you actually scout the players and do everything else and you're like i don't have that kind of time it's such a
3: miss too if you do invest the time and it's like haha you bet wrong that's not fun but it's not like real isn't fun necessarily Mm -hmm. you know like oh yeah
1: yeah yeah. like i just turned fog of war off i'm like i'm just gonna go just just like old school like this is what it is Mm -hmm. unless you actually put hours into it it's like you're gonna like you know do everything like they did in 22 yeah in, in 21 i'm like no But the thing with 23 is I'm actually really excited about. I mean, I was gonna get the game anyway because I'm a hockey nerd and I just love Mm -hmm. hockey games. They have the thing for they were EA released it on their Twitter and Instagram. I kind of wanted to post it, you know, on I I wanted to talk about because I thought it'd be kind of fun. They're doing a custom leagues on franchise mode now. Mm -hmm. Like their screenshot literally had 48 teams in the league and it's like it's like you do conference it's like the way they have it too it's like they have it by just from their screen grab like they do like division realignment stuff like that the basic stuff but then they have like angel league setup nhl schedule and the nhl standings format which i'm kind of curious to see what that's going to look like but then on the league side we got like number of teams it says like 48 conferences two divisions four You know the salary cap, cap inflations, pay scaling, and all that. They can actually let you put the max and the min for the salary caps, and then player salary max and mins, and the rookie salary maxes. You can like set all that up, which I thought it's really cool. Like you because like on their screen they have like eighty two point five million
4: for the max
1: max cap salary min was like sixty point two million, like player max salary. 16 and a half million dollars for one guy, yeah. yeah.
3: Romanos Jr. is gonna buy a version of this game and like <laughs> slash the salary floor and be like, Yes, finally, like that'll be history.
2: A that'll realistic history. game yeah. for us, yes. 20,
3: 25 <laughs> mil. It'll be
1: fine, yeah. The, yeah the, ro- the roster is literally set for like 35 million dollars, and that's it. It's like
3: he says league it. minimum to like ten thousand dollars, and he's, he's just like he's like happy crying. It's like, oh, this is such a great day. I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the, like the fact that their actual screen grab says forty eight teams. I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot imagine four divisions of forty eight teams. Like that would be absolutely stupid. But then I started thinking about it. I'm like, if the format and they can, let's do the format in the playoff, like stuff like that. I would. This is what I would do for mine. I would easily go back to the one seeds one through eight for the playoffs. No more of this division matchups, and then it's like you go and you know the two three play each other, and then like the number one two seed and the two seed in the East play like the wild card teams, mm-hmm. and then like they keep playing in their divisions until they get to like the conference final. No, none of that. We're going back to the old school. One through eight. And see what happens. If you're in the eighth seed and you lose, okay, well then there you go. It is what yeah. it is. That's how I would do it. I'll go back to the old school one through eight and I would easily read the line. I would realign to the divisions because I because you I, can
2: you can you place certain teams in certain divisions?
1: Oh yeah, that's that's what the division realignment section would be because I know in the all the games now. Um, on the games now you can rearrange teams to different divisions like you can move like I know before the Add of the Kraken, okay. you could you could move like Columbus or Detroit mm-hmm. back to either you can like set Detroit back to the west if you wanted to okay and do all that so that so for me if you're able to do that with like divi- like no, different division numbers and stuff like that how many teams I would easily, remake the southeast division That's what i
2: was gonna say yep
1: yeah and then this is this is what my southeast division would look like washington nashville carolina tampa and florida bring back the five team divisions
4: yeah no
1: more of this 18 division stuff bring <laughs> back bring back divisions where you have five teams in there and i yeah. just re- i, I revamped the southeast division yeah just cool add too. nashville
3: like part of the problem with how things are set up now is that everything is like you said like everything's in division. You literally don't play in the playoffs out of division until the, the conference finals, but you don't actually play in your division all that much. Cause you, you have to play everybody else twice. So to yeah. me, I, like you've got to like, you've pick a side either. It's one through eight, which I think it makes sense to, to have everybody, you know, it, it helps to have Toronto in your building, right? That just is what it is. Who cares? But then yeah. just have it be one through eight. Like the division doesn't matter. Yeah. We, we played the Islanders three times last year. Like, you
1: know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's that's how I would do it. I would go back to the old school NHL version of it of how they did it, where it was like, here's your division. You will like you figure out the schedule, because you can figure out the schedule. You still play everyone like the normal amount. It's just you just have not an eight team division. Mm-hmm. You just have your normal division to, try to figure out how you realign it. Now you might have to throw some teams into weird the like weird divisions and conferences. Just because the Western because the Western Conference is so spread out, you kind of have to figure out how you're gonna maneuver that around. Mm-hmm. But it's not bad to do. I mean, heck, just do like what Seattle, Anaheim, LA, San Jose. Uh what, what is Vancouver? Oh, Vancouver. So there you go. There, there's your Pacific division right there, just mm-hmm. with those five. And then do like then do like a a random division of like Arizona, Colorado, and Dallas, and St. Louis and Chicago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you just gotta figure what you're gonna do with like Calgary and Winnipeg and Edmonton mm-hmm. with some with some rando. Oh, Minnesota, just do Minnesota and put those yeah. guys together or something like that.
3: They're basically Canadian too, so you can. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like
1: can, yeah, like you can you can easily make re, uh, revamp divisions work. It's just how you're gonna play that out. But for the fact that EA is kind of doing custom leagues now, and you can like do a division different division numbers and all that. Oh, I'm so I'm so stoked.
3: If you had to rank mode. in your in your like new revamped Southeast Division, if you mm-hmm. had to rank like your personal from like rivalry that you couldn't not even really a rivalry, like couldn't care less about to like right. true blue rival, where would you rank it? One through, I guess four.
1: Oh, uh, for me, I would definitely have to say it's Nashville one because of the how, the proximity of them being so close together. Mm-hmm. Now you're not in the different. Now you're not in different conferences. You're in the same division, and like the distance isn't that far. Like you can easily make it the Nashville to Raleigh in in like a day if you really wanted to. Like mm-hmm. it, like I think that'd be a great Raveler right there in in the, the division itself.
4: Mm-hmm. And then
1: I would say probably Washington because you know there, there's not it's not like animosity, but I feel like there's kind of a little bit of something there. Or I would say probably Tampa than Florida. Florida is just a nuisance, but I mean they've only gotten like they were good last season. Yeah, so it wasn't there's like
3: no history there. Yeah, there's, there's really a no little one, bit of history, but nothing yeah. special.
1: Yeah, I would say you could almost flip Tampa and Washington if you really thought about it. It just depends on the you know the year and like how the how they how they play each other. I think I know Tampa and Carolina play each other. It's it's a tough game, but I think Carolina and Washington has had more history recently. Yeah. But yeah. but no, if you if you give me Nashville and our new revamped Southeast division, oh there instant, we go. instant rivalry. Cause you're talking, think about this though. Two legit southern markets in a in a city like Nashville and Raleigh, just straight up tailgates, you mm-hmm. know, barbecue against barbecue. Yeah. Like you can have like so many like different things happen, just not even off, like not even on ice, just off ice between mm-hmm. the fan bases. It would be I, absolutely fantastic. Well, like what would you, what would your rank be, Wes, for the new revamp Southeast?
3: I hate the Capitals <laughs> a lot.
1: Right. A lot, I mean, a lot. Right.
3: So they might be number one. I will say before the pandemic season, it would have been Caps, Lightning, Panthers, Nashville. I actually kind of liked Nashville. Right. But you you, you had what? Was it eight games a piece, right? So you played them eight times in the regular oh, season, yeah. And six in the regular season. There were two of your like four or five preseason games the yeah, next season, it, and then you. I think they were game three at the start of last season. I was like, if I never in my <laughs> life see the Nashville Predators again, it'll be too soon. Yeah, right. Then play. <laughs>
1: then we actually played them in the playoffs too, and it was like, bro, I'm so tired of these guys.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. It's just please go away. So they would yeah. be up there. They would probably be number 2 for me. Uh right. Lightning Panthers. They've both got they actually both have different um game 82 beat the canes. They don't make the playoffs in that like decade long yeah, playoff slump. So there's a little bit of like yeah, animosity there, but, but like you said other than that Tampa's good. So there's a rivalry there and Florida's good. So you, like you want to beat them, but I don't you yeah.
2: know, not on the same level that the Caps yeah. might be at. Yeah. I, I hate yeah. when
3: we lose to the Caps, that like the day is shot. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we lose to Tampa, you just shrug and you're like, all right, you know. Yeah. I remember that least.
2: one game last season. Uh, it was like a matinee game. And they didn't call like the slash because yep. it was like on the same like offsides call, whatever. It yeah, was be a delayed penalty it. or yeah. whatever. I don't know. It was yeah. yeah. I, I I hate playing the Caps and losing to them because yeah. it's it's, just, it's it's a mood it's, dampener.
1: It is. It's the worst. So Bailey, what would your revamped division rivalry for you look like for the new for the new Southeast Division if See, we had one?
2: And I feel like I wasn't around and didn't have a great knowledge of hockey to like be able to give my good uh input on this um it'd probably be capitals number one mm-hmm. uh Tampa
1: two. okay um Nashville no,
2: three, Florida four.
1: No, that's fair. I mean it's just I think Christopher just for, How Nashville is, it's like it's just more of a recent thing, but they're just so like (laughs) the pandemic season
4: Mm -hmm.
1: and then playing them in the playoffs, like just made it so much worse. It's just how their fans are,
2: yeah.
1: But I'm also thinking too, like for me, like I'm putting them one just for the potential hatred,
2: right? Yeah, the potential hatred there, yeah, Yeah, like the potential
1: hatred would be still perfect for. A Nashville, Carolina like rivalry mm-hmm. between the two teams because, like I said, they're not like it's a good it's a would be a, di- a good drive between Nashville and, and Raleigh, but I still think like it would still be intense just as the fact that like, you are right next door to each other state wise, mm-hmm. you know, barbecue against barbecue, culture against culture, it would be it would be so epic like that. That would be a fantastic Southeast Division
4: mm-hmm. that
1: like SE two would easily top the former southeast because it it was atlanta washington florida and tampa but florida was never good atlanta was never good washington was so so and even tampa was so so and i think carolina kind of had more of a leg up on the division for the most part Mm -hmm. unless you know like tampa got hot at a certain time like oh four oh five or oh three oh four they kind of got hot and then florida there for a little bit maybe and then washington when they got ov but it was kind of like it never really came to fruition of a of a, of a solid division. Yeah. I, I think this 2.0 division like if it ever did happen which i'm excited to try out in 23 oh it's going to be just, it's going to be absolutely fantastic and i would love i would pay to see a new a newer southeast division yeah. if it ever came to fruition.
3: It's funny that you brought it up too cuz i was actually my dad is a huge hockey fan. I was talking to him the other day about because you're right. Like every year, four fifths of the Southeast Division was like normally pretty bad, like 500 yeah. or less. But there was yeah. always one outrageous team that got to beat up on these, you know, cupcakes, mm-hmm. and then yeah. they went in the playoffs with this great record. Actually, this is a like a Wesley hot take when they announced the the Winter Classic or Stadium Series or whatever the outdoor game. Yeah, called, yeah. I thought it should have been Nashville because I oh think yeah. To your point. Uh, non-traditional hockey markets both very fun uh fan bases and colors and they're just kind of weird teams they're not afraid to do new things uh yeah. there's absolutely recently they would tell you they're the loudest place in hockey we would mm-hmm. tell you we're the loudest place in hockey and you <laughs> had I, I like or liked nashville and then the pandemic and the start of last year i Never, ever, ever again. Not so much. So, and I feel like you had this kind of momentum to like make it fun. Like It doesn't always have to be non-traditional versus traditional. The you only have...
2: – sorry, I... continue my bad.
3: Just, you, you can have other fun – you can have a game on primetime and it doesn't have an original 16.
2: Right. And the only yeah. thing that kind of, I think, got in the way of them doing it this season was the fact that they are going overseas um, at least I'm pretty sure they're going to play over in Finland with Colorado. If I'm remembering that correctly, yeah, something like that. Yeah. that would have been.
3: And they yeah. had the draft and an all-star yep. and they had one last year. Like there's yeah. a, they're actually getting a lot of stuff in Nashville, but it would have been, it would have been cool
2: yeah. regardless. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's the fact that it's like, oh, it's ov, it's the caps. They're kind of close to Carolina. It's just like mm-hmm. they're they're trying to they're trying to build off of like what the, the most and the recent, energy is like,
2: there. Yeah, Because yeah. I mean, just seeing us, like we know, like we we get down. Yeah. yeah, things don't go our way against them, so I think they're relying on that energy and that kind of dislike from us for them, and like and vice versa.
1: Yeah. That'll so, be a
3: tough I, loss I that day for sure that'll
1: be really, oh gosh, really no. <laughs> I, I'm i not going to my first ever stadium series, one slash one classic game at my first ever game in Car Finley because I've never been there, but I'm a massive Wolfpack, Wolfpack fan, but I've never been in the Carter Finley.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to see them lose <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a stadium series game Mm-mm. in Car Finley, even though I'm my, flying
2: out from Colorado, they can't lose.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, even though my UN, UNC co host here. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole it, thing.
3: It sucks too because they're obviously pretty banged up right now. So, yeah. but everybody starts to come back in that late December, early January. It's like no,
1: no, no, please. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, just like you, Sturk Sterkin decided to wake up in the playoffs when he plays Carolina, but does nothing against Pittsburgh. Oh, if, if only Pittsburgh just won one more mother effing right, game. You didn't do
2: your jobs.
1: I mean, it's Pittsburgh. Speaking of Pittsburgh real quick, Jeff Petrie, early candidate for scumbag of the season. Did you either yeah. one of you see the tweet mm-hmm. that I put out today? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Yeah. Sucker punched a Red Wings player in the back of a head. In the back or of the at least head.
2: tried. And I, th- I think, I think whiffed kind of,
1: on it. Yeah, it looks like he kind of caught the back end of his shoulder. I caught the back of his helmet. But, was, but like, he, he was going
2: like, for the back of the head, and that's a dangerous move. It's
1: it is
4: preseason two you
1: know, game right. game one in a preseason i mean i mean jeff Petrie is a hab so i guess it kind of makes sense too but it's just like, <laughs> pittsburgh's got a pittsburgh but i'm like really he's like hey you already lost five thousand dollars in the season that hasn't even started yet i'm like all right well there's your early candidate for scumbag of the season yeah. so there you go that's tough but yeah I'm, I'm just gonna i'm just gonna i'm just gonna keep that tweet and just start just keep adding videos to that thread at the <laughs> end of the year be like all right Here's your top four. Pick your favorite one. And here's your comeback of the season.
4: That might be fun. Yeah. It
1: actually would be because you know there's going to be a lot of shenanigans. It's just, I got to be on Twitter at the right time to catch it. So it's mm-hmm. just, it's one of the, it's just like, yeah. Not another hot Hurricane series, real quick, but Jeff Petrie, do better. <laughs> Don't be that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. But no, I'm yeah. excited for nhl 23 to come out. I'm, re- I'm excited to re- realign some divisions and just have an, an awesome time playing franchise mode. So we just got to make sure Bailey gets one because I know you're still waiting on 22. So just get 23. Yeah, at this point. I, might, I've already
2: might. told Grant he's saving up to get FIFA 23. So I was like, Grant, if you're saving up to get FIFA 23, I'm saving up to get NHL 23. So just be prepared <laughs> for that. And he was like, okay.
1: Yeah, because if you're on the PS4, we're definitely teaming up for some shell mm-hmm. then as well because I need some teammates. Yeah, I need team for shell. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, we're
5: going to figure something out.
1: But so we're we're gonna getting go back into, into the
2: Canes-related content.
1: Yeah, back <laughs> into the Canes. I know 20-something minutes in. I'm sorry, but we had to talk about that because it's exciting because it's just something that's going to be very interesting that I'm kind of excited to try out. We do have some roster cuts as of late, already into camp. So, Bailey, if, for those who somehow missed it, uh, can you let them know who's already been assigned to their junior teams.
2: Yeah, so Walt Ruff made the post I think three days ago, uh, announcing that Bobby Orr, Bryce Montgomery, and Jacob Bondrus have been cut and reassigned to their uh, respective junior teams. So yeah,
1: which makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. it is what I thought. Bobby Orr did a really great job. Like you heard of you heard of him a lot on the on the showcase. You know, he's got a lot of good speed, good hands. You know is the kid's young too so i'm just really yes, excited to yeah. see what it it's funny when people are like bobby Orr. i'm like not the not bobby that Orr, one not that one but we have another bobby Orr. but yeah. i i thought he did great with the showcase games and just everything i write up about this kid mm-hmm. i'm excited to see what he does you know get some more games in you know in the juniors mm-hmm. give this kid a few that.
2: years to develop and he's definitely yeah. going to be a menace for sure
1: yeah for sure um, Was like? Did you did you catch any of the prospect games? Did you see any of these I've guys? Watched like, just...
3: some of the I, prospect games. It's it's incredible that year over year, all we do is hemorrhage defensemen, and you're <laughs> like, well, at some point this is this has just got to get in net. Well, knock on wood.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> As
3: not yet, right? Right. And, uh, so yeah, the thing I like about uh or two specifically is that he does seem like. A lot of times in prospect games, you'll see younger kids where they really just—they're almost moment hunting. If that makes any sense, or like mm-hmm. Yeah. like yeah. a cross goal, or they just kind of mm-hmm. want their bright spots to get. And there's nothing wrong with that per se. But he—it's yeah. I mean, called the really showcase. Up, yeah. Shows, no? He yeah. seemed really upset the couple times that he misplayed or maybe didn't get it on the tape. Right. Was in some right. gates and stuff. Those yeah. are the. It's always hard to tell with prospects. I try to never get like too excited because you just never. You never mm-hmm. know, right? Yeah.
1: That's and, Yeah, unless you're like Patrick Hamlin, just absolutely just you know s- stopping a million pucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or your passion, like you said, doing doing what he does, or you know Blake Murray scoring a couple goals and with a an, with an OT winner. So, I mean, I, yeah.
3: I, I like that attitude with kids going into juniors. So oh, that, yeah. that's a that's a thumbs up
1: for me. <laughs> yeah. James Jameson Reese at all of five ten trying to fight a six six predator. <laughs> that was. <laughs> On, I was enjoying mm-hmm. that. I'm like, buddy, right. please. <laughs> it's like this dude. This dude's almost a foot taller than him, and he's like, "I don't care. I'll fight you regardless." I'm
2: embodying <laughs> Pyotr Kachekov. Come at me.
1: <laughs> just, just, just the reverse of the Pyotr Kachekov looking at a short Brad Marchand. It's like you, don't want. This I could smoke. step on you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's like you don't want this smoke, bud. <laughs> Go pick your escar somewhere else. <laughs> You, yeah. you can blame Winnipeg for that, not Carolina. Some nice try, though. Yeah.
2: No, I don't know, but yeah, it's it, like it's it, like you were kind of saying with these cuts and whatever. I mean, it's not too too much to kind of overthink about. It's just a matter no. of these kids are young; they have great years ahead of them, and the, all this is saying is they need more development before they have a chance to kind of come up and play uh, in the AHL for uh, like in a higher up part of the franchise
1: yeah of course and then like you think about it too it's like they still have like they're not Mm -hmm. under professional contracts they're still they're still under the rights of the team it's just they're in their chl eligible seasons Mm -hmm. which i mean every team's going to take advantage of that unless you're you know you're seth jarvis where you're just stupid good regardless and it's Mm -hmm. like all right well here you go but it's just it's just the team using the advantage of having the CHL, and be like, all right, well, we're going to send you back to G- or you know wherever their junior team is. We'll just send you back there, and you can still get your development, still get your playing time. And it's not going to hurt the cap in the AHL or the ECHL and stuff like that. It just gives them more time to get ready, like you said, Bailey. So it's just it's it's not surprising. We're going to see a lot more of these cuts. I mean, they brought like forty-seven skaters and six mm-hmm. goalies to this training camp. It's yep. Because you know, you know, it's not all of them are going to stay and stuff like that. So it's just inevitable. Even
2: way. Rod was kind of saying, I mean, we know for the most part what this roster for the Canes is going to look like this yeah. year. It's just, it's just a matter of figuring out that Wolves roster and putting everybody where they think they will prosper best.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or or figuring out who your fourth line and your third D pair is and your seventh defenseman. Yeah. So that's really about it. Other than that, it's not so bad. And whoever your scratches are. Probably, mm-hmm. You know, good thing we're not Don Waddell and the you know coaching staff. We have to figure that out. So yeah. <laughs> have fun with that. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, but we are going to take a quick break uh, to talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast. And when we do come back, we're going to dive into game one of the preseason that we just played. If you're listening to the podcast last night, which was Tuesday, if you're listening to this on Thursday, it was two nights ago. So we're going to jump into that, and then we're going to do our Forgotten Cane segment as well. But we'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Hey, what's going on, everyone? We'll get back to the references of the episode after we talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast. First sponsor we're going to talk about is our original OG number one sponsor, and that is Primo X Hockey. If you're looking for any hockey equipment, if you're talking indoor or outdoor, pucks, sticks, tape, Apparel, anything like that, Primo X Hockey is the place to go. If you go to PrimoXHockey.com, they have an amazing sort of, of options for stick tapes, stick guards, pucks for indoor and outdoor laces, all that type of good stuff. Definitely need to check them out. And the good thing, too, is they do ship across the United States for free. Or if you're in the Raleigh area, you can actually pick up at their warehouse, which I've been there before. It's a really great facility. It's really kind of cool how they have that place set up. So I would definitely say if you're in the area, go check them out because why not support local, especially in the Raleigh area with the fact that they're also amazing Caniacs as well. So if you go to primalxhockey.com and if you use the code SEARCHCAST at checkout, you get 20% off, off your order. And it helps and it lets them know that we sent you there and it help us at the podcast as well. So like I said, definitely a great group of guys. Definitely need to go check them out at primalxhockey.com you search cash for 20 percent off your order and make sure to go check them out on their socials at primalxhockey. hockey that's on twitter and on instagram
2: next up we have our amazing sponsor in level up snacks formerly shocked hydrate uh amazing awesome group of people and uh company over there um if you're looking for some quality snacks and drinks Uh, definitely go check them out. Uh, You can use code uh, Surgecast for 10% off of your order. Um, Amazing sponsor of the the podcast. We're super lucky to be working with them. Uh, So definitely go check them out. Uh, You can go check out their socials on Twitter at Level Up Snacks. Like I said, 10% off code Surgecast. Go check them out. Uh, Next up, we have our wonderful sponsor at In The Clutch Apparel. If you are looking for some awesome vintage sports apparel, um, I know they have uh, some Whalers merch on there. If you are fellow Hurricanes fans, you will definitely enjoy uh, products coming from them. Not just vintage sports and hockey, though. They have uh, baseball, football, anything your heart desires. Definitely go check them out. Um, And we also have merch on there as well. Uh, If you're looking for a hoodie for the upcoming fall winter season, or just a t-shirt to come and rep the amazing Surge cast, uh, go check them out. You can use code surge at checkout for 10% off there as well.
1: And lastly, the sponsor is not only of the podcast, but it's more so of belly up as a whole. And that is Canada dips. If you're looking for an everyday way to try to you know wind down from a tough day or just try and get through the days that in general, I would definitely say check out Canada. They're a great CBD company um, out of California. The good thing is it's hemp only, no THC. So you can just take them whenever you can. They're coming in little pouches, about 10 milligrams, 150 milligrams per can. So you got about 15 pouches of those. They're really great to have. I know for me, it definitely helps with my anxiety. It helps with you know the joint pains, like all the you know, playing sports and stuff like that. I've used them a lot. I know a lot of people around Billy Up Sports have used them, and I definitely would recommend these things to anyone. Uh, if you're looking for a way to help you just get through your day and try to wind down and try to get some relaxation and zen into your life. A lot of great flavors. We got the palmy, which is black tea. They got the new ice cream sundae, which is really good, they got mango. They got watermelon and, and pina colada and a bunch of other different ones. They even got the cl- you know, the normal classics like winter green and stuff like that. So definitely go check them out. If you go to candidatescbd.com and then slash belly up twenty, then you'll, that's the link that you can go to and go on the website and order from there as well. Or if not, just go to canadipscbd.com. Then at checkout, use belly up twenty and you'll get twenty percent off your order. And it actually helps out the global brand of belly up sports if you go use that discount code of belly up20 i couldn't recommend these guys enough they're great they're amazing so definitely check out candidates at cbd.com or just normalcanadips.com if you're looking for more of something else past just the normal hemp cbd type stuff but definitely have to go check them out so that we can help us the podcast and also belly up as a whole so without further ado let's send it back to the rest of the episode and we are back. Um, so we did have a preseason game, which we said on the top of the show. Which finally, finally, we got some, we mm-hmm. got some hockey. I know it's preseason, but I don't care. We got hockey back. It was fun. We got Mike. Mm-hmm. We got Trip. You know, I love the um, the fact that they use the jumbotron feed mm-hmm. as the game feed because you got the, because you got the cheaters never win, yeah. which is always phenomenal. Oh, so I thought I thought that was just so great, but I mean, Wes and Bailey. I it might be a dumb question, but I got to ask. Game, did either one of you catch this game?
2: Absolutely, I did. I, I actually,
3: actually went to it. So
1: hey, that's right. Matty. I remember because I, I, I saw your uh, your photo from the, the 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 usual jumbotron shot where you guys always get Walt in his suits when he's mm-hmm. when, uh, when he's doing the. Uh, I was
3: hoping. So. I- i don't know if we've ever even discussed this on uh home ice before or not but there was a game early in the year last year where rangers were in town it's obviously a tough building to be in we were up maybe 5-0 4-0 something like that so it was a good time to be there yeah and uh i might have had a couple of adult beverages and he came out and he's a well-dressed man right like what do so I just started shouting his name as loud as I possibly can. And I'm sure he's never heard me, but there were not a lot of people in there last night. And I was I thought to myself, if he was there and if he did it, tonight might be the night where he'll finally be like, Who is this maniac shouting my name from across the building?
1: Oh, I know. That's was, fantastic. But the thing, yeah, like we had Walt on last week as well, and like he showed us like the candid shot of where his seat is on press row right at the ice and i'm like oh this is just phenomenal like we literally got bird's eye view from press row mm-hmm. with walt last week it was just and i hate
2: it because he had showed us before we started recording too and you could actually see the logo and i hate during the actual feed like it just kind of differences in brightness and the yeah. thing it, like you couldn't actually see like the logo and clear view of uh, yeah, like yeah. all the paint and whatever but it was so cool
1: it's, it's some, so great! Uh, I get to be there in two weeks, and I'm so excited. Ah! We, have, <laughs> I know, me, me, and Cat, and a few other Cat Hunter, and a few other people are trying to figure out a tailgate for the home opener. So mm-hmm. we're, we're super stoked for that. But no, just the whole thing was just so great. It, So I was actually able to watch it, you know, on the computer, of course, because I'm unfortunately a little too far away to do that. And not as far as Bailey, but, you know, within, within proximity of North Carolina (laughs) to the, to some extent. But like, I know me and Bailey did a, we did a Twitter space before the game. We did our predictions. I predicted five, two. I think Bailey, you said five, three. Five, I, get, I was like,
2: yeah, you gotta give the Tampa Bay Lightning a little bit of credit. I mean, they made it to the Stanley Cup final last year. And they had
1: not a lot um, of their not a lot of their starters for in. Yeah, not
2: I mean not a lot of the starters, but it's still overall like a really talented franchise. Oh, yeah. So I was like, you have to give them more credit. I'm gonna yeah. go five three. And I was kind of biting it, it, like I, I don't know, it kind of came to bite I didn't me in expect the
3: butt. That because I we obviously had more of our, you know, regular, I just air quoted NHL <laughs> roster. Yeah. So I but I thought that as like once we went up 4-0, I was like, all right, well now you're gonna see the fourth line get first line mm-hmm. minutes. You oh, shuffle yeah. it, and that really didn't happen. Like they kept they kept rolling all four lines. Mm-hmm. All right, whatever, whatever
1: floats <laughs> boat. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I think too because the fact that Rod's trying to get Statsney kind of involved, and you know Coglin and and Pedersen and all those guys, so I can kind of see why he kept trying to just keep everyone together and figure it out so i mean it kind of makes sense but the fact that they were up like four nothing like two goals in the span of like a minute 35 is just mm-hmm. i have to say like i know it's preseason but the power play unit was on it last night like i even phenomenal. made a tweet
2: beforehand after the first power play unit which was it like they ran a pretty good unit that first power play that yeah. they had but i was like so the Canes still can't score in the power play. Good to know. I know where my expectations lie for the upcoming season. Then they ended up going three and five for the night yeah. on the power play. And I was like, Well, bye. I yeah.
1: Yeah. Take yeah, that drink, back. Yeah, yeah. Hey Bailey, drink something else for the hurricanes and they I actually do really good in. And be like, we'll <laughs> see how that works out. But canes
3: aren't gonna make it to the Stanley Cup
1: final. Did they talk
3: about <laughs> it? Uh on the feed where because, like from my perspective i I took a, a friend who's never been he's never been to a hockey game in his life and one of the things I joked with him after the first I was like it's very hurricanes hockey that we're outscoring or out shooting them 155 and we don't have a goal yeah right. I, did I they felt mentioned like
4: that?
2: I don't think they did mention that on the feed but I thought that as soon as I saw the stats after the game was over I was like yeah oh, this, the... this is very Hurricanes-esque."
1: oh you know, they, they kind of they were kind of roundabout way of saying it yep sounds about right 15-4 yeah yeah i thought in
3: the like second and third there was more of an attempt of hey maybe less hunting for the most grade a of grade a chances forever and maybe occasionally like that one jarvis goal oh
1: man we could get a little
3: bit more of that going in a in a couple different mm-hmm. games this year like that to me is yeah. the that's yeah. the stuff i wanted to see like
1: oh looked, for sure he
3: looked good like he looked rust free
1: yeah yeah freddy no problem sir i do have to, so the svechnikov goal on the power play just an absolute fantastic wow. one-timer like me and kane stats on twitter we're all making a joke because we all know he can hit a slapper but when he hit it mm-hmm. I, tw- I tweeted out uh-oh <laughs> like, you know because <laughs> Like, cause if, if, I don't know if you either used to Happy Gilmore, but it's like Happy learned how to putt. Uh oh, mm-hmm. I basically did the same thing. <laughs> Smash the cops learned how to do some slappers. Uh oh. Well, so- even
2: Trip Tracy was kind of talking about it on the feed a little bit too, and how, like, in the like preseason prep, whatever, like he's been working more on those one timers yeah. and those slappers, and cause he he's good at them, but he never really utilized them. Yeah. last year and so i i feel like it like being able to see that as the first ever goal for the season quote unquote
1: yeah yeah the 1st preseason goal is an absolute bomb by yeah. svechnikov like the fact that me kane stats and even walt ruff tweeted at kane stats and said you're the first person i thought of when i saw that goal and i'm like that's absolutely fantastic even <laughs> waltz like yeah, yeah yeah we know you've talked about it but it's just, mm-hmm. because because the ea logic is an absolute yeah. joke when it comes to svechnikov. Or just one timers in general, because he could never figure out how to do a one timer correctly in the game without whiffing mm-hmm. or just hitting it right at the goalie. But no, that goal by Svetch was just absolutely fantastic. But it's just the great, just the joking around of like, uh oh, someone's figured out how to do a slapper. It's just.
3: I, I wonder if that's not the next step in the power play too. Because in the like COVID year, right? Or well, right. The COVID year part two, that was basically <laughs> yeah. your power play, right? Is that Dougie would be at the top and he'd look and eventually they'd throw it to Svetch and they'd be like, You've got a tremendous shot, figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then then you yeah. kind of started getting he would have it and then he would send those cross ice passes to Aho got a lot of them. And yeah. then Turbo had- Turbo
2: got really got good at him this last year too. Yeah. yeah. Like,
3: so you'd hit him and then they started they started boxing you out and they'd let uh Tony D'Angelo get as much space as he wanted because he doesn't he's got a fine wrister, but he, he's not like you don't think of his shot when you think of TDA. And that's when things started to dry up. So I wonder if the next step isn't all right. Well, we're just going to also occasionally just let svech come from the other side of the ice and like rain hell upon mm-hmm. or heck. Sorry. Upon, no, no, you're uh, <laughs> good. No, you're good.
1: We're <laughs> right. keeping that in. You're fine. Or like you say, or even Brent Burns, because Brent Burns has got a massive bomb too. So he'll yeah. hit like, him in some bombs. Now, if you want to talk about guys hitting some bombs from the blue line. <gasps> So I mentioned earlier, the cog in the machine, Dylan Coglin or Cogs, as we're going to call him, because it seems like a lot of people on Twitter are all for the Cogs. Mm-hmm. So it's his, it's his nickname now. Dylan Coglin is now called Cogs. And oh my absolute goodness, that bomb that he had from the blue one, that somehow Paul Stastny with the hand-eye coordination of a Greek god, somehow just taps it in with no issues. A fantastic tip to get the other power play goal to make it 2 nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, the, I mean, you get that from Paul Stastny. He's been in the league for a long time. Ranger, or no, sorry, not Ranger. Avalanche, Winnipeg. You know, like he's he's been around the block a few times with some of these teams. You're gonna get what you get out of him, and obviously, I mean, that's welcome to Carolina. You know, Mister Stastny, nice tip in goal, but that slapper from Dylan Coglin, Oh my, absolute beautiful. Goodness. Oh, yeah. it's, so, it's so great. It like, already
3: feels like with him, too. And I know it's one game, and you don't want to rea- overreact to the, right. like the
1: yeah, first of course. preseason game. But yeah. I am
3: already sold on the, mm. uh, what's his name, Jalen Chatfield. Uh, uh, third yeah. right. I, yeah, I like that yeah. there. I think he'll be a good player in the league. Maybe he's your yeah. seventh defenseman. Maybe you move him yeah. for a fifth or something. Yeah. I'm very sold on those two already. Yeah. So I'm the-
1: yeah, those two would be great. I could definitely see maybe Chaffield being a seventh and then like maybe like a bear coglin type thing or whatever they do with Dahan too. I mean the yeah. thing
2: that I didn't expect is Chatfield's got some speed on him.
1: He does. Yeah. He's always had speed in Chicago. It's just mm-hmm. unfortunately it's hard to watch Chicago games up paying for AHL TV. We've mentioned this a million times. The feed's not so great, so it is what it is. But if he didn't being able to
3: stone it... for hands, he'd be a five million dollar player. Mm-hmm. Like he'd be yeah, fast, very smart, a little bit of a pain in the butt, right? And a very yeah. Carolina Hurricanes yeah. play where just a little bit in your ear after every whistle. I I like him a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah I like him too. Yeah, it's just it, the stick work and the hand work still needs to get a little bit better. I get to, I I would love to see him on the cans, but I still wouldn't be surprised if he's in Chicago again, just because of the fact that. There's maybe still some parts of his game that still isn't there yet, but I guess we'll see him as a seventh. Yeah, Our, I mean, all uh,
3: sorry, sorry to keep interrupting, but no. oh, you're good. Uh, part of his deal, which I I hadn't considered a seventh, but his minimum this year is three hundred thousand. So he, yeah, he's re- they really do not want to pay him three hundred thousand to play in Chicago. So I think he, it, it's yeah. going to be very hard for. He someone would have to take it from him, like legitimately yeah. take it from him. I think if he doesn't make, yeah. I hadn't really considered the, as a seventh. I, I mean, I think he'd be fine at it. He's yeah. old enough too, where like you would want him to develop, but you're not stifling his career if you put him in the press box, right? So I think that makes sense.
1: Yeah, but. so many defensemen. That's the problem too, because like I said, because you still got Calvin DeHaan is on a PTO. You still have to pick up Ethan Baron two million dollar contract he just signed. And mm-hmm. you just got Coglin in the deal for patches, which he's trying to make his presence known. It's like, huh, no, remember, I'm the other guy in that trade. Yeah. Let's not forget where I'm at and stuff yeah. like that. Because a um, friend of the, you know, a friend of mine, Courtney, you know, Courtney Bowman or Courtney Dagger on Twitter, she even said like when, when they, when Chicago was Vegas's affiliate, mm-hmm. and he, she has to watch them all the time. Coglin was doing the same thing for Chicago just absolutely just just bomb shots from the blue line and it's just an absolute lethal goal scorer just like that I wouldn't be surprised if we see him on the on the PP2 possibly if yeah. anything and just have burns go one Coglin go two. I wouldn't be surprised if that I, actually did happen but yeah I, definitely big shout out to Courtney for saying something about that because I tweeted about it last night you know it's like his, his slapper is absolutely insane so I could definitely see Coglin making a strong case for defensive pair three and possibly a power play two as the quarterback if they want to use him in would that not role. be
3: mad at all.
1: I'd love like no. that
3: I, I, I like Slaven on the power play two, but I'd really like him resting more. Yeah, yeah. that's
2: <laughs> my thing is Slavin is a very good defensive defenseman. He's and yeah. So it like put him, keep him running his pe- or penalty kill unit.
4: Yeah. I'm
2: all for that. I mean, the thing yeah. is for me, he has moments where he has some great goals, but oh, yeah. that's not what he's known for. He's known for being playing his defensive yeah. game and being our yeah. kind of shut down in front of the net. You don't see him doing a lot of what Coughlin does or what Burns is kind of known to do or. It, things like that. And so having it like being able to rest him on the power play and saving him for penalty kill situations because, you know, we're the hurricanes. We're going to need it. Um, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah.
4: but I
3: mean. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Um, it let him rest for that and uh, leave the power play to the guys who have bombs of a shot and know how to. Play that quarterback position in the way that we absolutely need and saw in last night's game.
1: For sure, I I wouldn't say Ethan Bear possibly. I mean, Ethan Bear's got a ripper too.
2: He's had some great goals from the blue line last season. I mean, I, yeah. I bring it up all the time. But the goal against Colorado, the first time we played him, it was fantastic. But New, um, New Year's
1: New Year's Day game against Columbus.
2: Yep. So, but I just I think I I'd need to see him, and I have a feeling we're gonna see him in the game tomorrow because Rod's already gotten or given a statement to Walt saying, we're going to see a completely different roster. The guys who didn't get to play last night are going to get to play tomorrow night. Um, so we should be able to see him see what he kind of has to bring to the table after that performance that game gave off.
1: Funny. You mentioned that Walt Ruff just tweeted out tomorrow's roster. Ooh. Oh, okay. So, okay. Right. Here's the roster for the Florida game. Well, if you're, everyone's listening, it's tonight. We're we'll recording this on Wednesday, so we're talking about tomorrow. Calvin DeHaan, Jalen Sheffield, Dylan Coglin, Jack Drury, Ryan DeZingle, Derek Stepan, Stefan Noison, Ethan Bear, McKenzie Eckenhausen, McCairn. H- thank you, McCatron,
2: or yeah. something like that.
1: Yeah, uh, Auntie Ranta, Zach Stochenko, who's going to be in Chicago, uh, Noel Gundler. I was really hyped up on this kid in the uh, prospect tournament. Noel Gunler is going to be really good. Uh, Maxim LaJoy, uh, Grigori Dranoff, yeah, Dranoff Justin uh, Robidas, Jordan Martinuk,
5: Dinner. comcast business gives you more for your small business with our new gig speed wi-fi plus unlimited data
0: ask how to get up to a 750 dollar prepaid card with a qualifying bundle ends 12-4-2022 restrictions supply requires new gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement
1: joseph labatt andre kasha jameson Reitz and the velasi panamarev is going to be tomorrow night's roster and so there we go excited. yeah we're gonna I,
2: yeah. see bear and sort of his element depending on you know who he's lined up with um, Yeah, exactly. but it'll be kind of cool to see them both kind of playing in the same game uh, on the same night because it's going to be really good uh, comparison to be able to see kind of what they're capable of so I'm, I'm excited guys, for that
3: who do you guys think they're going to pair with Bear? do you think they'll go uh, Noel Noel the, the I could or see Gundler, uh, or Dehan? That, I that's, could see
1: Dahan uh, let's see well Gundler Actually, Gellard is a right wing. So I would say you might see. You might see. am oh, sorry. Lege- Maxime.
3: Maxime LeJeo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would say. Oh, it was it Lege- I think it's LeJoy. Yeah. I say LeJeo. So I guess we, one of us is.
3: Right. French Canadian names are like a mystic art to me. So we can go LeJeo. <laughs> was that
1: what it, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Le- or LeJeo. Yeah. I would say you probably see more of a Sheffield Coglin, maybe DeHaan Bear, and then you're probably going to see LeJeo and uh drawn off together he's good
3: that's, too that's like a that, that's a guy who i think could very easily be your seventh defenseman but we just yeah. have so many guys mm-hmm. yeah capable.
1: but i would i would definitely you might you might see a chatfield Coglin again or unless they want to split it up But i mean honestly that is a that's a phenomenal i love i yeah. love this roster it that is <sighs> is it already seven o'clock because like, i'm so <laughs> ready to go yeah like,
2: but I don't know, just it, like, and that's it, I. I like that. That's the kind of lineup you're looking at. Because my boyfriend Grant and I were having this conversation last night and saying playoffs is kind of to let your bigger guys rest before they kind of get into the you know regular season, whatever. And a lot of times teams will use preseason to kind of see if there's any cracks in the roster, who's going to break that crack um get them a little bit of playing time on an NHL or in an NHL type situation before they're sent down respectively to wherever they're going. Um so this this'll be kind of cool to see at least our somebody or at least two guys or three guys who could be we could see pretty regularly on defense kind of running that and kind of seeing how that'll work out.
1: Yeah. It's definitely what what perfect time for Walt to put that out. Walt I know thank, thank you, you so Walt <laughs> Looking out, we were just talking like, who are we gonna who are we gonna see tomorrow night? And there's the roster. So absolutely fantastic. So, but
2: kind of getting back into preseason, our preseason game from uh, or our first preseason game. uh, Wes, who kind of stood out to you? I know we've talked about a lot of players, but who who kind of stood out last night?
3: So I thought uh, Peterson looked very active. There Mm -hmm. were a lot of mistakes takes but a lot of way more good things i'd say yeah mm-hmm. um and i don't mind because realistically you know it's it i've seen him penciled in as is the fourth center i, I kind of like drew like whatever it is i i want my like young or my young uh center making a ton of mistakes early and let's get them like Make, please make them all in front of Stall and Moore now. Let's just <laughs> get them get them ironed <laughs> out and go. I thought he looked really good. Yeah. I. I. I the easy answer is, um, Coghlan looked
4: oh, really man.
3: like because he was. He, uh, he's always. I, I've always heard him, or since the trade, he's always been described as a like coulda, woulda, shoulda guy, right? Like he was just a little bit of this or that or the other thing short And um in Vegas from being like a real guy. He looked like a real guy last night. And I thought... uh,
1: It's it's Vegas. Like, they don't they don't have this count. I don't know but, what they're doing half the time now.
3: But I thought Kakanyemi looked really... He looked much more aggressive. Like, I, I felt like mm-hmm. last year, he was a little off the puck. He was playing off people. I don't think that's his game. I think you want him skating north-south. He's going to... He had a play, and I don't remember who he passed it to. It might have been Ajo, but he had a trailer, and then he drew two and at the blue line, kind of snaked through them, and then hit an open guy in the face-off circle. I yeah. had a really good opportunity. It's funny, yeah.
2: when you give a guy more minutes and put him in that 2C <laughs> role, he actually plays to the level he's supposed to.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah,
1: so. well, you're not playing him in a 4C role with Jarn Martinuk and Derek Stepan or all mm-hmm. the type of guys where it's kind of, or Steven Lorenz or I kind really of like... I
2: really liked him on a line with Svech and Natchez.
1: I Yeah, I said I said this right from the rip of the, of like the game started. I'm like, this Svech, KK, Nietzsche line, and I had to like the eye emoji of like, oh... Like, give me that second line for most of the season. I would not be upset. So I was like, well, why don't you flip Nietzsche and Ajo? I'm like, Nietzsche will never play the first line. No. He might maybe, but I would never see Nietzsche on a first line with Ajo and Tara Vine because Rod loves Seth with those. Th- yeah. Your first line is almost kind of sad. I, you, I know everyone wants the sat line back, but the line of Tavo slavin and jarvis slavin or er, so my brain has not been having it right now aho teravinen and jarvis sorry my i've had a long day at work and my like good, I said, my, my alarm was going off for an hour straight my brain is nowhere it's functioning but there's gonna be some loops here and there I had so.
3: playing defense not three minutes ago so you're, <laughs> you're yeah
1: yeah so, slavin is my favorite player too i'm like wait he plays defense what am i talking about it's, yeah it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But no, like that second line, I think from the rip was absolutely amazing. I thought they did a phenomenal job. Like I said, Coglin, he caught my attention right away. Three apples last night.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He did phenomenal. Uh, he,
2: in my opinion, should have gotten first star.
1: Yeah. I would, Yeah. I see why they gave it a fetch, but mm-hmm. oh, man. I don't, yeah. Cogs was three apples. I think the he should have gotten second star. If it star. wasn't Svetch,
3: fetch, if Martinuk had had that same exact game, Coglin would have been first star. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to
1: say, too, speaking of
2: kind of players standing out as well, and speaking of a Jordan on the team, Jordan Stahl was kind of buzzing that first. Yeah. Period. Did yeah. anybody oh, else was. notice that?
1: Oh, yeah. He was all over the place. Like, this is the Jordan I remember when we first got mm-hmm. him back in the day. Like, he was on it. Like, yeah, he no.
2: wanted it, and I hate that he, he couldn't get one, but that first period I think everybody was just kind of getting used to playing with each other yeah. before things kind of started settling down in the second and third. But he was on – like he was all over the place, and you could see the fire coming out of him. He wanted it so bad.
1: Oh, he did. Yeah, I know. Jordo did great. Like just going back to the Ajo and Jarvis goals, which were like a minute and 35 like a which, piece from each other.
2: You take awesome. Schmidt out of the equation, they looked exactly the same.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Nate Schmidt just got absolutely just hey, uh There's your ankles. They're in the. They're like in the second. They're in like the three. Up <laughs> in the section. press
2: box, go and find them.
1: <laughs> yeah, like just uh, completely undressed him, stole his lunch. First and day like, back
3: at work, you're just getting this like, oh man. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, and and it's like you for, you forgot to realize that like your like sh- like your underwear is outside of your pants and your shirt's <laughs> tucked into it type thing. It's yep. like you don't want that situation. But the Ajo – go. The Ajo goal was great, and like a minute thirty-five later, Seth Jarvis is like, "All right, we all start some scoring, some well," and puts it perfectly. He wanted in the it in 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 the ninety, like for as someone who played soccer and hockey growing mm-hmm. up and stuff like that. The, if you hit that that perfect sweet spot of the ninety, where it's just like the crossbar and the post meet mm-hmm. at that point, you tuck it right in there. Yeah. Oh, you you cannot hit a more precise shot. It's absolutely phenomenal.
2: What I thought was funny too is he had two different situations in the beginning of the game where he had two open nets and missed on both of them. And then yeah. he's put in a situation to put it right past uh a legacy, which situation. let's just talk about Maxime Legacy. What a heck of a name.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's a gr- it's a great hockey name. It's yeah, fantastic.
2: But Seth Jarvis, beautiful goal. He he wanted it real bad too after missing those first er, first two open nets. And I was yeah, just like, he yeah. deserved that.
1: Svetch is a midseason form. So is Aho. So mm-hmm. is Jarvis. Jarvis, we're going to be fine. The dude's good. I, I already said last week, Jarvis all star game. Yep. Let's put it down now. Stromwall. He, that was a phenomenal goal by him too. I'm like, all right, well, there you go. There's five. <laughs> just, yep. Why not? Mm hmm. Plus Freddie Anderson, sir, have a night. Just, just so first game back, no problems. Just
2: shots on goal for the final, it like final or end of the game ended up being 46 to 21 on the Canes. But end of the first period, he took only four shots. And I could immediately tell this dude, it, like even if he only took four shots on goal, like he's back. Yeah. Freddie Anderson is back and ready to freaking go. And yes. I am here for it.
1: Yeah, just overall, I mean, like I said, we we talk about so many guys like Kakingama Grand that two C. That's fetch that's fetch KK um Nietzsche's second line. Mm -hmm. Absolutely fantastic. I enjoy like Stasny on that third line. He already looks at home. I would not be upset with a Stasny Stahl and Faust together. Oh, that's going to be That dangerous. line makes a
3: lot. Of, there's a yeah. lot of veteran savvy on that line too. Yeah, that,
1: that 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 is that is such a mature, sexy line with those three together. It's just <laughs> absolutely fantastic. The fourth line, I, a I, I,
3: line in your area looking for singles type.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but it's just like the fourth line because we talk about the spaces. Like, do you see like people are like kind of like question the fourth one. Like, don't get too attached to that fourth line. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be their opening night. Like, no. No. You like expect like a Drury, Martinook, and Kasha on that fourth. Like I kept saying that like, Kasha is gonna be your third line guy, but you have Stastny on that third line and how he looked with those guys. I wouldn't be upset with it if you put Kasha on the fourth with Drury and Martinook. That is a solid fourth line.
4: Mm-hmm. I would
1: not be upset with that fourth line not if it was all. those guys. Like that's like an
3: amount of finish too. Cause last year, and I think this is part of why I really like Stevie Lawrence, this is part of why he's gone. Uh, more Geeky, part of kind of why he, he wasn't a tremendous skater either. But we have right. so much effort, and there the amount of chances our fourth line generates is shocking compared to the rest oh, yeah, of the And it's just <laughs> <Four>. gargoyle hands <laughs> trying to bury these goals. And Kasha's <laughs> a guy where if it's on his tape, he's gonna and he's healthy, he's right, he's gonna bury yeah. it. So yeah. I, I love Kasha. It's he's obviously overqualified to do that but if we just have anybody with any amount of finish on the fourth line we'd really be in business
1: yeah well of course you know rod has his lines yeah but yeah it's just it's one of those things where it's like it's so cool just of how but how potentially that fourth line is going to be so i would be it would be so phenomenal but i mean Overall, I think it was a great game. I mean, like, what were your thoughts overall? Like, I know we talk about a lot of players and stuff like that who stood up, but what were your thoughts overall when it came to that? Game? So, you were actually there. Like, I, I what was the that, atmosphere like? What was just the game in general like for you?
3: It's funny because it's 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 a weird crowd because it's mostly empty, right? Um, right? There are not a lot of people going to Tuesday, uh, or uh, opening night preseason game type stuff, right? right? But the people who do go are all pretty hardcore, so that's very fun. I, I thought leaving the big thing for me is uh, I don't listen as much anymore. But uh, one of the things Steve Dangle of the Steve Dangle podcast, the Zamboani driver guy, <laughs> well, I,
1: lo- I was- love Steve. I listen to his podcast. I watch all of his videos. Like I don't like even He's if good. they do win. Even if they do win, I still watch because just the way he talks about it and, and just all the stuff. I like, like
3: when they win. He's just like, abused oh. puppy, like, coming out of his shell when they win. It's awesome.
1: I know, right. It's so great. And, like, the thing I also like, too, is just with how, um, like, his, like, hat picks and his, like, dang, it's videos. Absolutely phenomenal. I even have his, like, physical copy of his book and his audio book, which if anyone hasn't yet, please go get it. It's phenomenal. Like, reading it is great. I love the audio version better because it's actually him narrating his own book. Yeah. And it's so great. Like I highly recommend it. Get Steve Dangle's book and the audio book. I will both. have to
2: check it out. I didn't know he had a book.
1: Yeah. Get both, get the physical copy and the audio book version. Because I mean, they're both, they're both gonna be good regardless, but the audio version for me, absolutely the best. Cause it's him doing it. So,
3: but one of the things he had talked about when Freddie played for the Leafs and this is during the pandemic, part two season, the 56 game season, right? People recall Freddie mm-hmm. was mostly hurt. Campbell came and kind of snatched the starting job from him. And that was that. And what I remember vividly before even getting, uh, I'm totally blanking on his name, the goalie, Danish, red hair, Freddie Anderson. Um, yeah. But even before getting Freddie, one of the things he talked about is Freddie Anderson is shockingly cool under pressure, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And when he's hurt, he's not. He gets happy feet. He's jittery. So that was the number one. We could have lost that game three hundred to zero, as long as Freddie was calm and collected in the net, I was going to feel fine. And he obviously looked tremendous, oh, but mostly yeah, calm sure. and collected. So that was my big takeaway. Yeah, we're going to need him, especially with patches hurt. You're going to need him to be a top three Vesna guy again.
1: So yeah. which he should have been last year. Yeah, but even let's yeah. You, even. Even though oh, there's only a week left in the season, we're not gonna give him the nomination. We're gonna
2: get sassy Zach back.
1: No, no. <laughs> I, I've been on my soapbox enough about Freddie Anderson because I, lo- I I will defend any hurricane uh, well TA I did not last year because I'm not a fan of him. So if anyone, everyone who knows the our new moniker for TDA is now TA because he doesn't know how to play defense. <laughs> he was the only guy I did not stood up for. Thank you, Brad Moore from uh Storm Cellar for that for that joke. Yeah. Um I did not defend him because I'm not a fan of his at all. Any other
2: Kane will defend to the ends of the earth.
1: Well, yeah. Well, Eric Holland, no. Dzingel, will see. But Eric Holland, no. <sighs> just no. no. But yeah, like don't trash my Freddie Anderson. Like stop it, stop it right now. But he
4: overall,
1: it better. yeah. I mean, honestly, overall, I thought it was a great game. It's preseason game one. Don't get too hyped about it. I'm going to get excited regardless because it's it's hockey. It's the Hurricanes. Like. Everyone saw my life. Like I was live tweeting the game last night. It's like mm-hmm. you can like I try, gotta get the fingers ready for the rest of the season because it's you yeah. got gotta, gotta get into form early. But it's you're gonna be excited regardless. It's hockey. Yeah, you don't want to get your takes too high and stuff like that. It's just yeah. for me, it's just enjoy it. But also be like, okay, yeah, you know, some guys need some work and stuff like that. But I mean, ultimately, we know that Rod and those guys are gonna pick the best roster possible, and just try to bring more positivity to the earth. Just bring more positivity because we all know how Twitter is. Yeah. So it's just, that's, that's how I look into it every season. Just try and look at the positives and just be like, you know what? It's hockey can't win every night. It is what it is.
3: It's like you said too. There's like a ton of space between the hurricanes are the worst or preseason doesn't matter. They're the worst team ever. And yeah. I'm not going to pay my mortgage for the year and put it all on a like hurricane Stanley cup future. You could just be like, <laughs> Oh, we won five, one. And like, you know in the grand you know scheme of the universe does this matter no but like feel pretty good now so you know it's yeah fine.
1: it's it's hockey i mean how can you not be excited for it yeah so but like bailey what were your overall thoughts because i know it's like we broke down the goals we talked about certain players like what were your overall thoughts just in general about game 1 of the season i pre-season? mean
2: I honestly loved every single minute of hockey. I was watching the only kind of critique I have, and they fix this going into the second and third periods was I almost feel as though there was a lack of communication between some of the guys, especially when we were back in our zone, like yeah. kind of transfers, stuff like that. Um, but overall, I feel like there was a great energy from everyone. Uh, Stastny looked really at home on a line with Stalin, Fost, um, Everybody was like I said, it took everybody a little bit to kind of get in their element. But to see the roster that we had for this first game, it was kind of cool to get at least a little bit of a glimpse as to what this upcoming season could look like, despite me trying not to get my hopes up for (laughs) what we're going to see. My my big highlight takeaway from the night, uh, even though I went in kind of iffy about it, was definitely our power play right Um, our power play was on it if we can continue looking like that for the rest of the season going into the playoffs i you will never hear a complaint from me
1: yeah it's it's definitely exciting that's for sure and wes i heard a lot of rumblings on twitter about uh a certain beer oh my gosh
3: disaster
1: yeah like, like, <laughs> i love storm brew and i know a lot of people are kind of like they're iffy on it it's a light beer it's not like like the fact that it's not like at 750 instead of five dollars and it's like the two dollar 50 markup it's not that good to get that much of a markup and i'm like yeah it's a little much <laughs> it's it's a little much for a hike but am i still gonna get it obviously it's a hurricane's beer like I'll drink, i'm, I'm, I'm not, not gonna
2: drink myself into oblivion on a seven dollar or seven dollar fifty cent beer but like it's still something like i'll hard get hard. it yeah. and drink it
1: yeah like like i said it's a like if you're like oh it's not that great i'm like it's a light beer it literally is a light lager like mike noskeka says it on every canes cast it's a light beer like i don't know what you're i don't know what you're kind of expecting here it's like it's not going to be like a full draft I mean, yeah, it it. I think it's I think it's good. I'm not saying it's the greatest beer ever, like, but I still like. I think it's the greatest light beer that I've had. If I, I'll put it, I'll put it that way. Would I still pay 750 for a beer? No, yeah, because it's a it's a hurricanes beer. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna get it regardless. I'm yeah. just not gonna get multiple ones. <laughs>
3: it, it was tough to see because at first I didn't even realize. I just. Uh, i i uh first off game day for game day for me is i'm a fairly heavy drinker so we probably finish about eight of those from puck drop <laughs> to the end so the yeah you, 50 you, cents is brutal
1: yeah but... you, you kind of felt kind of felt that a little bit like see like for me as the as the one as the person who has to drive the one is good enough just to see like hey i had a storm brew and that's yeah. about it. But I yeah, literally like,
3: walk home, so some of these games, especially you get a good big old win. Some of these games, I leave and I'm like, "Thank God."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. Your your brother reminded us that like, yeah, Wes just got a house close to the arena, so he can walk to it. I'm like, that's actually pretty smart because he's <laughs> never to worry about parking. And like you yep. said just now, you get about seven or eight deep. You're like, yeah. Good thing I don't only have to walk home.
3: <laughs> I didn't even realize there was a price increase until, like, normally again. I frequent this stand a lot. We're in the same section we were last year, so I go up. I hit my twenty percent. It's like twelve forty something. Have a nice day. And it, When you, for those who don't regularly buy things at the PNC Arena, you you know you do your little Apple Pay or whatever. It right. shows the price. It says thank you, and it's got PNC Arena underneath it. So wow. I always like check. It's always twelve forty something. I'm on my way. I check. It's like nineteen something or other. And I was like, whoa! Like, What's <laughs> going on? And I turn around and I see the sign. I think everything in the arena has gone up. My, I went with my wife. She, I don't remember what nachos were previously, but she nachos were now sixteen dollars. It sucks when that happens, but that's part of when the owner commits to pay half of refurbishing and building the restaurant and all of that. It's just kind of like
1: it's probably going to be a small temporary thing just until you know they kind of hit back even on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's terrible, but I mean, it it does suck, but it's like, I think it's more of a temporary thing, just like you said, because of the refurbishing and stuff like that. I mean, you're not having the taxpayers pay for, you know, all the fixing of the arena. So you, you, it would make sense. You might see a little bit of a hike in certain areas, but I mean, it is what it is so but see so yeah, how I, I usually try to eat before i go to the arena and then if mm-hmm. i get something it's like maybe like a pretzel or something small and a beer yeah. and that's about it my dad and, and i have had more, so we're, we're with you now yeah no, my dad <laughs>
2: and i have had like a. Uh season tradition ever since i started going to games with him when i was a kid during the second intermission we go and get dip and dots but that's about with yeah. the price increases that's about all you're gonna see on my credit <laughs> card besides a storm brewer too
1: yeah like like i'll like i'll sacrifice the 750 or like the 15 for two maybe if i want to go for a second one but i mean that's really about it honestly yeah. but yeah I, I saw a lot of people were not really happy about that but i'm like It sucks. I get that. You don't want to pay $7.50 for a beer. I mean, it's worse than other places. But the thing is, it's not like a because there's places where you go, it's like a plastic cup, like it's an eight ounce plastic cup, and it's like $7. I'm like, okay, that's Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Mm -hmm. No way an eight ounce cup should be about seven bucks. Yep. But I know because I know that the Storm Brews at PNC are bigger than the normal 12 ounces. So it's like they're, but they're not exactly a tall boy. So it's kind of like that middle ish range of whatever you want to call that type of beer. I'll still pay 750 for that size just cuz it's like okay it's not, you know, a I, I, I 12. Yeah. But well, it
3: used to be stealing. That's what cuz you would you would for a a light beer that's not on special. Yeah. Four to five at a bar is generally where you're at, right? Yeah. So like paying bar prices in an arena was robbery. Like I you always felt like you were getting over on somebody, which I guess you kind of were and they've now
1: Kind of, kind of kind of figured it out so i mean yeah.
3: that's like in the world just shocking
1: yeah so well, i know i'm getting some storm brews because it's a hurricane we don't get that in south carolina so whenever i'm in the car and when i'm in north carolina you best believe i'm getting a storm brew at the game and i'm going to my nearest food lion when we hit the border to take a 12 pack back with me to, yes, <laughs> back with me to south carolina because that's why did that's why i did the last time i was up there um when i met prime when i met the primal x guys our amazing sponsor I stopped at a food line on my way back and just grabbed a 12-pack and brought it back with me to South Carolina. It's so like I can have some storm brews while I watch some Canes games. So that's one, exactly what I'm doing on opening night in a couple weeks. Yeah. Stopping and getting me a couple, giving me a couple packs and just taking them back with me because mm-hmm. we don't get them down here, unfortunately. So after all that, if you're still listening to us on our, our, our show, about an hour and 10-ish minutes in, I don't know about you, Bailey, and Wes, but I think it's time to do our Forgotten Canes yes. segment of the show. So, Wes, you're the guest. I have
3: way too much anxiety to go first. <laughs> <laughs> no you a...
1: Are you? A... We'll, we'll let Bailey go to let you get used to the format of how we do it. We'll have Bailey go first for this one. So, Bailey, you said it's a, you're going to throw us for a loop. I'm really curious. Who is your Forgotten Canes player for Season 2, Episode 14?
2: yeah, so I'm going for an interesting format here. Um, my forgotten cane for today is a current player
0: on the roster.
2: Many people may not know this. He was in two different NHL drafts. Um, His first entrance into the draft was in 2010, where he was drafted by the Canes. And he, or yeah, I think it was uh, 2010- Um, And he was considered a prospect or uh, in the farm system for up until the 20, or he was part of the farm system for the 2011, 2012 season, Um, which by the way, I found some memorabilia in my bookshelf and I'm going off the yearbook, which if you guys are on YouTube, you will see that on the screen. Um, And this is the only reason I know this. So I can thank that yearbook for the fact that this is my forgotten cane. But he was drafted uh, 187th overall in the seventh round of the 2010 draft year by the Canes. Um, and he ended up not being able to come to terms with the Canes. Uh, so ended up going back into the draft, and he was drafted 87th overall in the third round by the Ducks in
1: 2012. Well, uh, Wes guessed it. And he, I think yeah, he did. I, I, think
2: I, I think he got it right. Um, I didn't want to he, spoil it,
1: but please keep going. I just want to
2: yeah. Yeah, I think it, he kind of got it. Um, he yeah. so he played a little bit in Anaheim before moving on to Toronto. It's doggy. Yep. He played there. <laughs> And then we got him uh and he is our what we considered our or what we consider our 1A goalie this past season. Uh got hurt with his uh MCL, that is Mr. Freddie Anderson, which what, was kind what? of a surprise for me because I never knew he was in the system, which is why yeah. I chose him as my forgotten cane.
1: Yeah, he so was. I thought
2: that was very interesting.
1: Just like how we had um Eric Johnson drafted him, yeah. Never Drafted never them.
2: played for the Canes, but
1: nope, nope, Now, now he played in Colorado and
2: mm-hmm.
1: all that good stuff. But yeah, Wes got it. He's like, like when well you said, you know, he was with Carolina, didn't play, went back into the draft. He said, and he, before he even said Anaheim, he's like, I think I'm gonna guess Freddie. Said I, I
3: yeah, I didn't want to spoil it, but I because Canes fans who've been around long enough that that like 14 15 things were not great, and one of the big things on our list was like man if we had a starting goalie we'd be really not to dance on cam ward's grave but obviously (laughs) that that had kind of come to an end and we were shouting to the heavens for a goalie and and because when freddie anderson made it in anaheim that was the story and i was like you monster like how dare you do this to us (laughs)
1: honestly though, i i the thing for me was was like and i'm i'm gonna defend cam ward to the day i die Mm -hmm.
2: he's right there so (laughs) i kind of have to for me i I love cam
3: for sure for me
1: no i it for me it's like though that dark era, canes i think they that that did cam very dirty because everyone's like oh well cam warren's over the hill he's washed up blah 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 blah. no the team was bad and there's only so much you can do as a goalie was like well there's goalies who make bad teams really better too blah 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 it's like okay, but if you're getting peppered like 40, 50 shots a game, it's going to happen. Yeah. Those teams were very bad in front of Cam Ward. And, and I will say this, any Kings fan who's going to be like, well, er, like old Cam Ward wasn't great for the Hurricanes. He was terrible. We needed a good goalie. No, you just needed a good team <laughs> in front of Cam Ward.
4: Yep.
1: Like, so miss me with the Cam Ward was overwashed, overrated. He should His number shouldn't be retired because he did, did nothing in his back half of his of his career. Not a lot of guys could do very much in the back half of their career in Carolina. Yeah, during the Dark Ages. So I don't want to hear anyone say that Cam Ward's number doesn't deserve to be retired because it should be retire it already. Yeah, <laughs> like he got us a cup. He won the Con as a rookie. He set the rookie yeah. record for the most for wins in a playoff. Like he did a. He's lot one of things. three
2: goalies to do what he did in '06, which I learned from uh, Ray on the Storm Cellar.
1: Yeah, like Isn't
3: that too. Like people for like. That 9 run, which obviously ended in complete disaster uh, an all-time heartbreaker, Yeah, a lot of that was Cam Ward, right? People, exactly. Yeah, for a very long time, and somebody might have done it since, but for a very long time, uh, Luongo and Cam Ward were the only goalies with back-to-back 2,000 save seasons because he took a lot of shots because we were, as you said, bad. So... I think people it's kind of like the Eric thing too, right? There's this like weird oh like cult of like anti Eric, anti Cam. It's like, hey man, you're not one one C in a goalie away from getting it done. If it's if it's Eric Stahl, Cam Ward, and then Zach Bailey West on the ice together there's, there's problems that's not really an nhl team right mm-hmm. yeah regardless of what right yeah yeah, yeah.
1: I, like i don't like i don't appear like there's even people that say like glenn wesley this number doesn't deserve to be retired and i'm like pump the brakes uh glenn wesley was with the whalers and the hurricanes for a long time and he was a solid pillar on that defense yeah. mm-hmm. like i don't hear why two doesn't deserve to be retired and so I, I'm waiting for the day someone's like, Well, Rod Brendamore is never should sure very tired. I'm like, if you say anything bad about Rod Brendamore, you... you're catching some hands. You're catching some hands.
2: You're treading so, on thin ice, my friend. No pun intended.
1: Yeah, it's just <laughs> like I don't understand the people who are against Eric Stahl or against Cam Ward. The fact that those guys stayed there for as long as they did, the only mm-hmm. reason why Cam Ward went to Chicago is because he was <laughs> He just wanted – they wanted one last run, and it was Chicago Is still kind of what they were doing what they were doing at the time, but it's like –
3: Those guys played through a lot of injuries too. Like Eric had a chronic knee issue, was still being double-shifted by Paul Maurice. Cam Ward had that guy. I don't remember which player did it, but (laughs) was attacking the net. Totally coincidence cut him on the inside of his thigh. He came back before that was 100%. You know, did they end up being the exact players you would have projected them to be after the 06 Cup? Probably not, but were they – incredibly important and transformative players while they were here. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. What do you think those years look like without Eric and without Cam? They're not great. Oh. They're, they're nope. not great.
1: They were oh. already they were already bound under Kirk Mueller and uh the other guy we're ne- we never mentioned on this podcast because <laughs> he's an absolute scumbag. But I mean what are you gonna do with the with those guys as coach and the fact that you had a GM that wasn't the GMs at the time weren't doing anything to make the team any better. And plus you had an owner at the time who was like, I really don't want to put money back just going team. to
3: fantasy lower the salary cap. See, it all comes full circle.
1: Yeah. So it, we the hurricane the front office wasn't doing the, the team on the ice any favors. And plus those knockoff Red Wings jerseys did not make it any better either. Nope. <laughs> like I joke about it. I do have a Skinner one because it was like ninety bucks. And I'm like, I'll get a ninety dollar Skinner jersey because why not? But I mean it's just it. I really don't want to hear people say Cam Ward is bad. Because he had a great career. It's just he got sidelined by an injury that yeah. didn't help in a team that was just not good. So but yeah, but going back, well <laughs> off our tangent. <laughs> off our tangent, yeah. Which we always do. But Freddie Anderson, the the fact that West got it like that, I'm like because yeah. when you said when you said Carolina, I'm like you was know, like it's a goalie. I'm like, it's gotta be Freddie. When, when you Ooh. said
3: drafted twice. There might have been another can that happened to you, but that's the only one I knew. So I was like, "I'll, oh, I'll shoot. Adam, him and see if I'm right."
1: Adam was it? Adam Fox in the double? No, he was. Tra- I think he, he was, was just traded. drafted and, and then it was traded. Like
3: a, yeah, because he basically told he was like, "I'm going to be a Ranger," and then Calgar was like, "We'll call your bluff." Didn't work. And then yeah. he at least played a little bit nicer with us. He's like, "Well, maybe I'd be about this Carolina thing." Yeah, man. If we had Adam Fox, what a
1: world that would be. oh gosh yeah for sure but yeah like i was like you know like the goalie said like it started to sound normal Then when Wes said freddie i'm like oh it's gotta be free you said anaheim i'm like yep done deal i don't need i don't hear anyone else so yeah but that was that that was a nice pick that was that was very nice
2: yeah i feel it's not it's not my normal it's not our normal format but i i just i don't know like i i was flipping through on my way up to denver with grant um, and I saw him in the what was it? I'm, I'm flipping through in the system, like because they've got yeah. this like in the system.
1: Oh, it's fantastic! Thing, I, I love I love the old school. Right here, numbers. and I
2: was like, oh my god, no freaking way! So yeah, I, I didn't know that, but yeah, I I, I see that's just me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, like you said, you became a fan in that season, so it's kind of like, how would you have yeah really known that? Mm -hmm. and stuff like that too so i mean it it makes sense but honestly freddie anderson fantastic pick (laughs) as our quote-unquote forgotten cane for the episode all right wes who's your forgotten cane
3: one second you can go first
1: okay uh let's see i don't think you guys are gonna get this one but Wes maybe could but we'll see so this guy was drafted uh, 11th overall in the 1990 NHL drafts by the okay. Calgary Flames.
0: Okay.
1: He, is from, he is from Dugald, Manitoba. He's a goalie, so we're sticking with our goalie theme here. He played two seasons in Carolina, 97-98, 98-99, as a 25- and 26-year-old. He finished with a record... After 72 games in Carolina with a 28-31-9 and record. That's when ties still existed in the, in the NHL, if that means anything. Uh, 158 goals allowed. Uh, let's see, a save percentage of nine sixteen and a goals against average of 2.34. He had five shutouts. His best season was his 97-98 season where he played 47 games, he finished 21-21 and 3 with a 922 save percentage and a 217 goals against average and three shutouts. And this guy is very well known for his pads because they're a checkered pattern. I'm pretty
3: sure. Check the chat because it's there already. I'm pretty sure I did get this one.
1: Oh, you probably. Yeah, just before I even said checkered pattern. Some people might know this guy. I I love goalies. Not to, like. Oh, that's my oh, favorite I, position. I, so I, I I
2: like this guy. We need to have him back
1: on more often. <laughs> but Bailey, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guess on this one.
2: I have no clue. No clue at all. No clue. <sighs> I wish a, lo- I a,
1: a lot of former a lot of Hurricanes fans right now are gonna be screaming out there. <laughs> if you I listen know. to this on your in your car. I'm gonna car try to find or... a picture
3: of these pads. Can I like? Show that in the chat? Is that going to...
1: No, no, but might, if, if
2: you can send it to me, I'll put it on the YouTube video.
1: Okay. Yeah, but no, like... Who I have- is your
2: forgotten cane, Zach? <laughs> it's
1: just... so It's Trevor Kidd. Okay. That's, yeah, that's my forgotten cane. So going back to the throwback canes of the early days. Okay. He, was, he was actually also uh, one of my canes cards of the day guys, too.
4: Okay
1: yep trevor kidd a lot of people are like it's trevor kidd he's a checker powder pads It's Trevor <laughs>
3: <Kidd."> <laughs> that, yeah. oh,
2: no man. i i do i recognize the name i just i don't
1: yeah
3: yeah tremendous yeah. tremendous pads
1: so oh fantastic pads plus the flow back then too fantastic
3: so that, that was a good one Th- these were both good okay right, Once, right. a lame in comparison
1: <laughs> hey you know hey i did martin ferk last week with your brother and he only mm. played two games with the canes so that's the week
2: before last yeah well
1: oh, no because it was the same week oh it was a week it was a week yeah. before last yeah because we had yeah because it was him and um jared ellis. Jared, jared ellis from lock on canes yeah all all my weeks blended together i forget <laughs> who, i forget who we had who wanted
3: there's I a can't. shocking number of like cool people doing like canes podcast it's yeah. like it's it's incredible
1: mm-hmm. yeah t- yeah tell me because i was actually on another hurricanes podcast 2017 before i went on the road in 2018 as a driver mm-hmm. like i think it was like us and like maybe one other and that was it so like mm-hmm. in, f- in fact just is where we see the growth from seven 7- 2017 to now massive yeah. difference of what we're looking at now in terms of canes podcast like there's a lot more
3: when you're good And good at social media. The Scott,
0: especially too, for a while,
3: You know, I like TDA as a player, but he is obviously an extremely polarizing person. And when Mm. they survived the TDA bullet, I was like... Oh, okay. Like we've got some real goodwill going out here on the streets these days. Like this is awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, right. Yeah. It
3: signed TDA in twenty sixteen. Like, it'd have been over. Have been oh,
1: over. Mm-hmm. oh, for sure. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Ta's already like everyone. Everyone's already found his burner already. It was. It was that quick. He, he he's back to his old shenanigans in Philly. So. Did you
2: see that it's potentially another Flyers burner that he made now?
1: Oh, I'm not surprised. That, <laughs> that was quick. Carolina, Carolina just told him to just not do it now he's back with the, now he's back on the nose with a you know an older team in Philly
3: when the yep. new york rangers fan burner was actively like these rangers fans are the worst people in the world i was like bro your cover is blown like you <laughs> have to calm down
1: yeah and he's already doing it in philly i'm like everyone's like oh look we found ta's burner already I'm like that was quick so but, but what- <laughs> i have
3: my canes player so i wanted to go with somebody I didn't really know who I wanted to pick. I, I One of the things that is like, like a, a, a point of pain for me personally, something that drives me crazy about the Hurricanes fandom, but when you are bad for as long as the Canes were bad, all you have is prospects. And you're like, <laughs> this kid's going to come up and he's going to be the, the next one, right? Right. And so I was just kind of thinking about that recently and then uh you let me know about the segment so I picked and I don't think he was ever the chosen one but he was a very hyped player when he had one very good season I picked uh Jamie McBain uh defenseman Jamie McBain the year the Canes hosted the all-star game it was yep Eric Stahl and Cam Ward were both in it and then I believe he played like the rising stars or like the skill competition or something like that. And a very good year I pulled up and this, this was as a defenseman. So that year he had seven goals, 23 assists, 30 points, second year in the league, really his first full season. Uh, All of that immediately stopped. He had another fine season the year after, and then post lockout, it all just kind of fell apart for him. Yep. Um, Jamie McBain drove me crazy for a very long time. because People thought he – first off, the decline kind of came out of nowhere. And he was like a solid player, like a top four-ish guy on a small market team.
1: Yeah, he was.
3: And then the – you know, it's hard with athletes because some – you never – like maybe their mom died or they lost a step or he got paid. He he got a contract and maybe that's – you never know what happens. But – yeah. That switch was flipped, and that was the end of Jamie McBain.
1: Which is is wild, too, yeah. I was actually, I was at that All-Star game, and I remember that, too. I was like, huh, look at that, Jamie McBain, and then heard nothing from him since. Yeah. yeah, That's brutal. I think
3: he, I'm going to pull it up, hold on. I I think
1: think, he was a a Buffalo at one point, I think. Yeah,
3: because that was, he had, like, a little bit of a rebound there. Yeah heard of a hurricane that's happened to you before and then it was a complete disaster the
1: year <laughs> after uh, uh, well, where, where do i start how much longer do we have on this podcast today? <laughs> uh, but uh, honestly west fantastic pick yeah. I mean, we got jamie mcbain we got trevor kidd and we got freddie anderson so as. funny
2: story. Uh, when I hosted the Ladies' Night podcast, Sam actually also chose Jamie McBain as her forgotten cane, which really I think is
4: got, really go.
2: cool. Um, I don't think she gave as many kind of stats, cool moments, whatever, just because she is originally a Flyers fan who's kind of joined the Canes fandom due to the Wolves, stuff like that. But uh honestly, like I mean, I'm pretty sure he was on the roster about the time I started getting into the Canes. I remember mm. that name vividly yep. in my head because I, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before when I was starting to get into the team I was so mad that everybody around me was starting it, like talking about players and numbers and everything like that and I was like I want to know the team so I literally made flashcards <laughs> with a number on the front and a name on the back and I'd bring them to games with me with our good friend Dave Farrell and his son and uh sometimes his uh Dave's brother Casey would join whatever and I'd bring them and I'd be like okay can you quiz me on these numbers and names, so I can awesome. like actually know who I'm looking at on the ice and I'd Perfect. like update it for like the next year or so, and then I stopped doing it because it got kind of easier for me to kind of get into it. And I'm like, okay, a lot of these guys aren't changing, like it's yeah. just some yeah. leave, some go, whatever. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah there's some a lot of the dark ages kings are like, all right, these guys yeah. are gonna last more than the season. Let's see nope. how those <laughs> yeah, it's like, but
2: yeah, no, yeah. Jamie McBain. great pick.
1: Fantastic pick. Thank you, guys. Yeah, of course. Well, you know what? I think this is a good place for us to end the the show. But before we actually go and let everyone enjoy the rest of their day, because we are dropping this in the afternoon, so that way everyone has enough time to listen to the show, probably about an hour and a half or so, which is totally fine, and then go watch the game later on Hurricanes, uh, the website, where they'll do that stream as well. They're streaming all the preseason games on there, doing the radio calls and stuff like that. So a perfect little, like – appetizer to tonight's game if you're listening to us on thursday so before we go wes where can people find you on the soldiers and where people can find your podcast
3: so you can find the podcast everywhere wherever there are podcasts you can find it um you can find me on twitter this is colin very good at social media wesley (laughs) not tremendous at uh social media so uh, you just can find just me trying to
1: get used to that, right? Yeah. He's like trying to try get into the routine of like, okay, man, you start posting, uh, you know, a couple times. It a actually day. like
3: annoys me because I don't understand where he like finds the time and the energy. And like, Colin's like, on this day in Kane's history, Eric Stahl ordered like a strawberry jamba juice, yep. and he's got the Gettys image there, and it, it's it's blowing up left and right. I'm like, Dad. bro, what is like? How do you know this stuff? <laughs> if it happened in a game i remember it but the rest of it he's like oh yes the february 12th game where stormy's left paul fell off in a game and a child cried i'm like bro who like who's this for like how do you know these
1: yeah right you're like what
3: you can can find me at uh canes like canes hurricanes canes report and see uh the podcast apple spotify stitcher everywhere um i only have the one episode now. We're about to go do a cool thing together. Yohoo. Once that's recorded, I'm a that I'll have that out probably on Friday. And okay. yeah, that's where you can find me. And quickly too, because I don't actually know this is a genuine question. Let's yeah. say I am an uninformed Hurricanes fan. Is it the like like CarolineHurricanes.com that you can watch the games, or where do you actually watch the the away yeah. games?
1: Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's it's home and away. So they're doing it's carolinahurricanes.com on the actual team's website. Um When it gets closer on game time, um they're gonna have a thing on their on their main website. It's like watch, stream, and just click on that.
2: If you can't find that, the Hurricanes Twitter and Walt Ruff
1: will post it. Yeah. Okay. So, so you, you'll Walt's go on. My there. man, hundred grand. That's my that's my guy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Walt. Yeah. Walt's the dude. If Walt's you're looking for anything, sharp dressed yeah. man. Yes, he is. A great, a great guy for two episodes. Hopefully we can get him on for a third and a fourth and a fifth. So that's the hopefully the plan. But, yeah, just go on the Hurricanes website. You'll be able to find it there. If not, check Twitter. Um, with Like the Bailey said, Walt Ruff or the Hurricanes. I'll post a link for it and be able to watch it there. Bailey, where do people find you on the socials?
2: You can find me on Twitter at Bailey Curtis, and that's Bailey with two Ys. Um, I talk a lot of hockey. Um, so... Uh, if you guys are interested, whether it's Canes, whether it's Avalanche, whatever it might be, I love talking hockey, uh, DM me, shoot me a mention on your timeline, whatever. I would love to chat with you. Um, you can find me on a a more personal basis on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Um, not super active on there, but that's kind of a more insight and personal insight on my life, whatever. Um, And I'll let Zach kind of give the rest of the information for the Surgecast, but I'm the one that kind of runs all the YouTube shenanigans if you're watching. Hello. Um, But you can find the Surgecast on YouTube. Uh, Definitely hit that subscribe button down below. Hit like. I would love to, uh, if you have anything to say about the episode or episodes past, definitely comment. I love interacting with you guys. Um, And yeah
1: yeah definitely have to do that and also hit the bell for notifications too, that, too. Way, that way that way you don't why <laughs> we don't forget when our show drops on the youtubes which would help with the algorithm because that'd be fantastic <laughs> um so yeah so you can find me at one true zach on twitter that's only true zach uh you can find the podcast at the search cast where we do have a link tree in our bio um where you could go find our podcast on all podcast platforms you can also check out our youtube channel from there as well and also check out our amazing sponsors primal x hockey level Up snacks and in the clutch apparel make sure to check all of them out too and you also go check out billy up sports as well if you want to look for more of the podcasts or articles and all that good stuff um and also a little quick thing uh billy guess what i got an email from charitable the other day we are the sixth most popular hockey podcast in the country of denmark Ah, uh-huh. so, so. well, right
3: Ladies and gentlemen, way to be
1: <laughs> um, going a little going a little Danish. I'm now gonna get some Danish pastries just to celebrate yes. the fact with the number six podcast. In Denmark I knew Freddie Anderson thank was
3: going to be your forgotten king. They all tuned knew. in already. Yes,
2: we love our Danes. Uh, hey. Thank you to all of our listeners in Denmark. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it, it's a, <laughs> a great day to be a Dane is all I have to say about that.
2: There we go. <laughs>
1: there we go. But well, yeah, so thank you to everyone who's to the podcast so far. Uh, like I said, just check out all the links to go find us on there as well. If you want to find me on Instagram with more of a and d flavor and just videos and stuff like that, it is now KennyXZach. It's not Zach R. Martin22 anymore. It's Kenny Egg Zach. My other podcast I'm on with our good friend Beth. She is not a fan of it because it's a hurricanes-related one. And we talk about women's hockey and the Blackhawks. So <laughs> <laughs> there's been some Sorry, choice Beffers. words. Sorry, Beth, but I mean it is what it is. But definitely check me out on there. I've also been uh watching and staying up to date with a little bit more of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League uh on my Twitter. So you might see a little bit more of a some junior hockey from Saskatchewan on there too. It's just it's very random but the league follows me the commissioner follows me so it's it's a good time just you know there talking about some Saskatchewan junior hockey because you never know there might be some gems in there coming to the Hurricanes. So, why not? So, but thank you everyone listening to the podcast so far Wes. Thank you so much for yeah. joining us today. This was a lot of fun. I'm curious to see which between you and your brother who's going to have the most downloads. I get that it sounds like,
3: like a joke. Like, ha ha ha, I'm just going to listen to it. That's not a joke. Like, there's
1: <laughs> no, like, there's, there's, a, there's a brotherly rivalry to see who can get the most downloaded. I'm going to be able to recite
3: this podcast word for word. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fantastic. I love it. But
3: also, Colin, I just literally subscribed and hit the bell
1: at the Ooh. end of this.
3: So I'm just saying, like, I didn't know you guys were on YouTube. Now I do. Um and now, like I said, subscribe, hit the bell. I'm all in. So just saying.
1: Hey Wes, we appreciate Tech. you, my man. We are <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like, sir, you've just been called out. But Wes, like I said, thank you so much for joining us today. We're real excited to be joining yeah. you and your podcast here in a little bit. But until next week for episode 15 of season two of the search cast, I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. Our guest Wes, and we'll see you next time here.
5: listening to this belly up media production some said we'd go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here